Welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Cecily. <laughs> um, I just wanted to give an update of where I am right now in the world. I'm currently in Arlington, Texas. I am sitting on the patio and the wind is kind of winding and the sun is sunning and honey, it is beautiful. Uh, it's only about 70, probably 70 degrees, maybe 60 seven degrees it's just a smidge nippy when it, the wind blows but um it feels great and the sun is so shining so bright it's it's totally fine but um the neighbors have wind chimes so if you hear wind chimes that's why <laughs> y'all know i always have something going on i'm typically in motion when i'm doing my podcast but today i'm just sitting i'm sitting and i'm ready to release this word to you. Um, the last two weeks have been really crazy. I'm trying to do better with pre-recording, but sometimes I get a fresh word and I'm kind of like, you know, I like to give a fresh word. So, but what I might do is just like have some in my back pocket just in case or something so I could stay on track with my weekly broadcasts. So anyway, uh, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this word. Thank you for this time that I I get to fellowship with my listeners. Father, I just pray that you would just uh, cover us with your blood. In the name of Jesus, I pray that um, you would come in and speak through me and go before me. And let me say something that would have a lasting impact on the listener and on myself. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, so our topic for today. Okay, so how this came about, I am going to tell you the title, but not yet. So how it came about, though, is I was watching Aquaman, um, and probably because of all this stuff with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, um, I started looking at movies that she was in because I didn't really remember her as an actress too well. So... I was like, oh, she was in Aquaman. Sure, sure, sure she was. So I went and looked up Aquaman. I actually purchased it, you know, like a while ago. So I have it in my queue. So I played it and I'm watching it and I'm looking at her and I'm just studying her as a person, um, you know, because I have seen some of the, you know, court cases, the court um, days they had on YouTube. And I was like, wow. So anyway, um, if you have any type of social media, you've seen something about their story. Uh, so anyway, I'm watching and it comes down to this point where there is a battle between King Arthur, which is um, Aquaman, of course, and his brother, who was already basically residing as king in the the city of Atlantis, which is underwater. And so... Um, Aquaman challenges his brother to a to a battle where basically the winner will get the throne. They will be the one true king. And so he says, the brother says, basically, prepare the ring of fire. And so um, fast forward a little bit. He's, you know, getting his armor on and... Uh, talking to his brother kind of behind the scenes and you know they're kind of going at each other a little bit back and forth and next thing you know this the sky kind of opens up for them and you can hear the crowd 
and it's not the sky they're underwater all of this is underwater if you've seen it bear with me if you haven't stay just follow me so they're having this battle underwater and um aquaman his counsel was like look that this was foolish of you to try to pick a fight with him he said i'm you know i'm a warrior he said they said yeah you're a warrior but you're a warrior on land you don't really do war underwater so this is not your territory first of all he's in this guy he's never been defeated um so he's got that going against him and then when he does get ready to go into battle and they're underground of sorts uh when the when the sky kind of you know that little ceiling part opens up and they swim up through the hole. He asked his brother, what is this? And he said, it's the ring of fire. So they go out, they do this massive battle and it's, you know, it's, you know, it's pretty epic. Now, fast forward to, now this was like maybe a week ago that I saw this. Fast forward to today. I'm driving down the highway um, in, in Dallas and I had a vision. I was, I was actually talking to the Lord about what was um what what I was feeling and what I was sensing and it was such a you know it, it just felt really how it kind of felt when I was getting ready to give birth to my daughter um there was nothing that could make me comfortable or at peace right at that very last stretch like when she was about to be born all bets were off. It and it didn't feel nothing felt um anybody that knows me, I they know I, I I love a structure, I love knowing what's coming next. I do love surprises, but it has to truly be a surprise. Like if I have a, a sense that a surprise is coming, then I'm gonna be irritated. Like you have to actually surprise me. I don't wanna know nothing until it happens because otherwise I'm gonna be getting on your nerves, getting on my own nerves, like it's gonna be bad. So with that being said, um, I've, I've kind of always been like this. And when I was giving birth to my daughter, I wanted to find something to ground me. And, you know, I wanted steps and I wanted a process for this whole thing to make sense. And it, there was nothing there. It felt as if I was free falling out of an airplane with no parachute. Um, you, you're grabbing for something, but you know there's nothing there to grab onto, but you're still doing it because it's a natural inclination. I mean, it just felt like outer body. <laughs> so um, I, was, I was asking the Lord, I said, Lord, this, this uh, not season, I don't want to call it a season, but it was almost like I wasn't asking him out loud, but it was like I was thinking to the Lord, Lord, this time that I'm in right now feels like this. It just feels... I have no words for it, y'all. I have no words. And so um, I had a vision in that moment of a woman, and it felt like it was me, you know, uh, pushing out a baby. And it was right when she, right when the head was about to to come forth. And... Um, I'll, I'll never forget, I heard the Lord say, ring of fire. And and I was like, uh, oh, I just heard that term uh, earlier. I just heard that term 
um, watching Aquaman. Okay, so the title of my podcast today is The Ring of Fire. And I want to talk about this because of the scripture God gave me to go along with this and how it talks about um, you're not going through this by yourself. You're not alone. And so in light of what's going on with the school shootings, I mean, I've had a couple of personal things going on in my life. Um, headed to Dallas today, I was going to see a, a good friend of mine who had been hospitalized for almost a year. Like, I mean, it's it's been really, you know, really crazy. But, um, but God says, like, even if you can't locate yourself, he says, I can locate you. And so it was it was really interesting. I say crazy, interesting, because in that moment, God not only gave me the topic for my podcast, but which I didn't know that's what it was at the moment. He was just ministering to me. And he said, ring of fire and basically letting me know I'm locating you right now. I'm just letting you know where you are because it's going to be OK. So um, I did some some digging and. I looked up Ring of Fire, and the first thing that came up, y'all, was, and I almost played the song, but Johnny Cash's uh, Ring of Fire. Oh, Ring of Fire. <laughs> I literally almost, uh, I almost, you know, played that for y'all. But um, when I looked up the Ring of Fire, the definition, it says it's a crowning or stretching of the vaginal tissue, and it causes burning. Um, crowning is, is, um, an emerging of a child's head. And so I know I had a baby, I only had one baby and it was 20 years ago, but I remember the feeling of that head crowning, you know, to those mothers who have actually pushed forth a child. And I do want to mention something too. Um, and this, and this doesn't mean anything super bad, but in, in to, to kind of bring it, you know, those like bring it together. Um, when, when my daughter's head was crowning, when I was giving birth, the nurses asked me to stop pushing and I didn't stop pushing um, because they wanted me to, they wanted to me to stop pushing so that they can prepare for the next phase of my labor um, and delivery. And, you know, do it slowly so that I wouldn't tear. But because in my own mind, I didn't trust the nurse and the doctor. I didn't trust them. I was trusting my body. And what I felt was that when I would bear down and push, her head, I, I, I felt her moving towards the exit. <laughs> but when I stopped pushing, it was like she went back in two paces, okay? And all I knew is this little baby has to get out of me. <laughs> I cannot do this for very much longer. So I secretly pushed while <laughs> they turned around to get ready for the next phase of my delivery. And what happened was, and I didn't have any drugs either, y'all. No epidural. So I was doing this all natural. So that's why it was the way it was. A woman with an epidural that actually works, because I know some women, they get an epidural and it, they still feel pain or they still feel stuff. Well, you know, for a woman whose epidural actually works, they have to actually like 
like I heard they can't even really feel what's going on down there. Well, no, I felt everything. So I'm feeling it and I'm feeling her go back up <laughs> when I stopped pushing. And I said, oh, heck no. So what I did was I, I was secretly bearing down even when no contractions were happening. First, I was just doing it to maintain her position. I was just kind of pushing out a little bit to make sure she didn't go back up. But then after a while, I was like, heck with this. This baby has to get out because I hit that ring of fire portion and it was burning. You know, things were hurt. I felt weird. I felt off. Everything was just crazy. So, so what happened was two things happened. Number one, I had a vaginal tear. Okay. And number two, my baby almost hit the floor because by the time the doctor had, she turned around, she didn't know I was going to push that good. I actually wasn't pushing very long. You know, it wasn't hours or anything like that. It may have been like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, I think I pushed through maybe three cycles. And on that third cycle or fourth, maybe I did the third cycle. And then on the fourth cycle, um, she started, she was born. But what's crazy is they didn't know I was going to, you know, do so well and go so fast so they weren't dressed for that they said pushing sometimes takes hours so she threw on her little jacket thing she put her gloves on and turned around just in time to catch my baby I literally saw her dip down and disappear from my view and then pop back up like I got her <laughs> like she didn't hit the floor but she almost did my mother and sister were there so I know she didn't fall but they were looking at me like she almost fell <laughs> So, but those two things happen where, because I, I didn't, sometimes when we're in a place of that ring of fireplace where it feels, you feel discombobulated and confused and you, you want to believe that God is with you and he's for you, but it seems like you're taking steps backwards instead of forwards and you're doing everything you can to push forth and push out and it's like well dang now I'm back here I'm back you know it seems like I went back God like what happened and then so the the natural thing for us to do is to want to like I did in birth push like okay I'm gonna make something happen I'm going to force this thing but I'm even in a place right now even with this ring of fire happening where I'm taking I'm taking this step back and I'm taking this moment and I'm breathing through it and I'm trusting my doctor who is the Holy Ghost, who is my heavenly father. And he's going to instruct me in the next thing to do, because because what feels like to me, my baby going back up inside of me, uh, actually, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, I've made I have made progress so the next time I push the progress that I pushed forth and made earlier is still there it's not going to close back up you know I'm dilated I am ready uh it's it's time so I just want to encourage somebody because I know that it may feel like you know um you're going backwards but I want you to know by the Holy Ghost that you're not going backwards you are making progress and moving forward. I want to address um, 
shame. I want to address maybe you feeling like you aren't getting it right enough and then you're comparing yourself to other people or you're, you know, um, just feeling like maybe it was something that you did wrong. And I just want to encourage you. The fact that you even have that heart posture that you think that you did something wrong is um, it's really it's really um, it could be self-pity. Yes. But the, that you think that way. Um, I think the Lord loves your heart. He loves your heart. So I want to encourage you not to discount yourself because here's what the Lord told me um, the other day. He said, I need you to be ready to walk in the rooms that I put you in. And when I give you gifts, I need you to say, okay. And I want you to say, yes, I want you to open your hands and receive. He said, I don't want you like, oh no, me, why me? None, none of that. So I actually have to practice saying, thank you. Oh, wow. This is amazing. Wow. Thank you so much. Period. <laughs> like, no, I can't take that. Mm, thank you, Lord. So I have a mentor in Chicago who I love dearly. And um, I don't know if I've told y'all this testimony before, but She's, you know, much older than me and I have such an honor and respect for her. And I've never given her like any type of word of correction or anything like that. But there was this event that happened and actually was a a very prominent person who died. And she was asked to come and speak at the funeral. And it was very prestigious. I mean, of course, the person that died, you know, it's sad for them, but it was an opportunity for her because she's a minister and she has been waiting and and asking the Lord to do mighty things. So this opportunity came and she told me about it. And she said, I said, who me? Oh no. What me? No, 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 no. I don't want to. And I said, mother, I want to say this to you in love and Holy ghost actually (laughs) He actually put this on me. It was like, you know, it's like a fire um, that I had to get out. And so I said, I I said, you, since I've met you, you know, she was the reason I got saved, all of that stuff. I said, since I've met you, you have been on fire for the Lord. You have loved him. You have wanted to to walk, um, even, you know, do things on certain platforms and ministry and do all of this stuff. I said, and I'm looking at you now. You know, and you've done so much for God, but I know that there's more that you want to do. And I said, when you are presented with such an opportunity, I said, I just, I'm asking you, come out of the habit of, who, me? What, me? Why? No, not me. I said, because what I see is the people are just going to start saying, okay, they're not going to go back and forth with you because you're not going to, you know, we're looking, that, that false humility is like, who me? Yes, no, you, you deserve this mother. You, you know, this is for you. And you want them to validate you while they're blessing you. And God is saying, no, they're not going to validate you. You got your validation from me. You're going to take this blessing or you're not. And she says, Cecily, oh my God. I said, what? She said, that's what happened. She hadn't even told me the rest of the story because I cut her off because I had to give her that word. And I said, you know, more than that, but that was the gist of it. And she said, Cecily, when I told the girl, who me, she, you know, she she said, no, it's okay. I don't have to do it. The girl said, okay. And said, all right, well, I'm going to let you go. And got off the phone. 
I said, call her back and pray to God that you still have the opportunity. I said, that's not humility, mama. I said, you are you are spitting in God's face when he's trying to bless you. And, and you're getting older. I told her, I said, you're getting older, you know, and you're not getting younger. So when are you going to step into what God has for you? If not now, then when? And so I have to actually learn that for myself. I'm doing good, y'all. Let me tell you something. I've been getting little blessings here and there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. I may be overly grateful, but I don't feel like I used to where I was like, no, I can't accept that. No, I can accept it. <laughs> I can and I will. <laughs> so anyway. Back to my mes- my message, um, the ring of fire. Ooh, um, the ring of fire is is significant of birth, but you know, and the ring would signify like that, the the, the oval circular shape of the woman's uh, vaginal tissue and all of that stuff. But if you're a man and you just want to imagine a ring of fire, <laughs> that's fine too. <laughs> imagine passing through that. Imagine passing through it, and it's not you know, 10 times bigger than you, but it's maybe a half size smaller than you and it's on fire and you have to pass through it. You know, think about it like that so you can have a visual. (laughs) But, um, but I want to tell you guys that something is crowning your baby that you've been carrying. It's crowning. Um, it's emerging. Things are moving. Things are happening. And, What I want to encourage you is not to do what I did, which is to push ahead of time. Like if you feel like you're being sucked back in or you feel like you're not where you should be or you're not progressing, don't don't panic and and rush out uh, and do something or buy something or make something happen or get in a relationship that is not God because you feel like, you, you know, oh, no, I'm losing. I'm losing. No, God is God, man. He's got you like. You, you, man, he could so accelerate. I just had a vision of, um, of somebody. It was like a flash or something. And the flash, you know, he runs fast. But for anybody else, it's like breakneck speed is what they call it. Breakneck. You would literally break your neck if somebody just takes off with you at the speed that flash can run. And so I saw like this cartoon of him like holding the back of someone's head and then running with them because otherwise their neck would break, you know? <laughs> And I see the Lord doing that for, for a lot of you. It's like, don't worry about where you are now. And don't worry about going back because God is the flash. Like, he can literally, he got your neck and he got everything else. But, baby, you getting ready to be thrust into some very powerful, very beautiful spaces. So, I wanted to encourage you there. And then I asked God, I said, give me a scripture to read um, that will just kind of seal this whole thing. And the he said to me after you suffered a little while, I said, "Oh my God, yes." So it's in First Peter chapter five. I'm gonna read it from the um, I'm gonna read it from the Passion translation. And me and my mama, we just had church with this very verse. So when I read it to her, she was like, "Girl, I need to read that from the Passion." So she read it out loud, and then I read it from the Amplified, and we just had church. But I'm going to just stick with the Passion this time. If you want to look, look it up from other versions, it's really powerful. Uh, 1 Peter 5 and 6, chapter 5, verse 6 says, If you bow low in God's awesome presence, he will eventually, eventually exalt you as you leave the timing in his hands. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him. 
and leave them there. For he always tenderly cares for you. Be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly like a roaring lion looking for his prey to devour. Take decise, take a decisive stand against him. Resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles you endure. So you're not alone. And then... Oh, it's crawling on me. <laughs> Sorry. And then after your brief suffering, after your brief suffering, after you've suffered a little while, the God of all loving grace, who has called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. My God. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. He has all the power <laughs> and he has all the power needed to do this forever. <laughs> Amen. My God. <laughs> he has all the power to do this forever. Amen. And amen. So you're not alone. You're not by yourself. If you are going through the ring of fire or if you are uh, birthing something through the ring of fire or you are a midwife to somebody birthing and they don't understand and you need to share this with them. Uh, you may be in a place where you feel fine and you feel at peace, but maybe God has put somebody on your heart um, that is dealing with something and Every time you talk to them, you try to help them, but it just they just sound confused. <laughs> they sound like it's it's something about everything. It's something about it's just it's every coming from every side. Then there that means they're going through the ring of fire, and we have to go through it well. Otherwise, we will tear. And I want to say the last this last thing about that. When I tore, um, they stitched me up. They stitched me up, and and it was like it had never happened. After a while, when it healed. Um, Honestly, I, I don't have any scar down there. I don't have nothing. I can't even tell that I ever tore. But the fact of the matter is I did tear. And that was something that could be could have been prevented. So um, don't don't push ahead of God. Don't push ahead of God. And you don't want to drop your you don't want your baby to drop, you know, like just hold on, y'all. We are almost there. The promise is upon us. Um, very, very, very last thing. Watch what you say. My mind was bombarded today with thoughts that I've never thought in my life about God and about myself. Like it was so foreign to me. I was shook. I was like, what is this? And and it says in First Peter, it says that the devil roams up. He wants to devour. He's seeking someone to devour. Well, when you withstand, when you withstand something, it doesn't mean to withstand means to put up a fight. Like the fight is coming to you. So you need to withstand the fight. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like withstanding is something that the onset, the onslaught is coming, but you hold your ground. You be rooted. Uh, the Amplified says rooted, immovable, established, immovable, firm in faith, 
you know, knowing that that other people, other believers are going through the same thing. Don't worry. See, Satan wants you to feel isolated. Why did that verse say that? Because Satan wants us to feel isolated and feel like that we're the only people that's dealing with something when it's other believers out here that's going through not maybe not the very exact same thing, but they are going through the ring of fire as well and they're feeling it. And so don't give up. Don't give up on your God. Be It says be firm in faith. Be firm in faith. So even when those thoughts came, I'm like, no, that's not. No, 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 no. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And the only way I can please God is with my faith. So my faith was under attack today when I went into that hospital and saw uh, my, my good friend laying there. And I'm like, no, you know, my faith. But but I know who God is. I have a resume with him. I have somebody ask me, send me your resume. And I looked at my resume and said, what's the purpose of this thing? You know, but when I looked at it, I said, oh, so you can know all the places you've worked and what you've accomplished and what you're good at. (laughs) It was stuff I had forgot, but that was on my resume. I said, oh, so we have a resume with God. Go back and look and see what you guys have accomplished together with the Holy Spirit, what he's accomplished in and through you. With obedience and humility, walking, you know, walking before him. My God is so beautiful. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this very timely word. God, I needed this. (laughs) I thank you for the scripture that I will be meditating on day and night. I thank you for... Always having an answer in due season for us, God, even when we feel like we're falling out of that plane or if we feel like we're, you know, about to crash and burn. God, you never let us fall. Father, even just like all those the compilation of um, those all those fathers who have rescued their kids from almost hitting the floor, just all these, you know, it, it just reminds me of you and how it may look like one thing. But you just snatch us right out of the mouth of danger, right in the right in the nick of time. So thank you so much, God. I thank you in advance for what you're about to do. God, I put thankfulness on my lips and I ask that you would just continue to remind every person that's listening to be thankful and grateful for what it is that you are doing and what you're about to do. And Lord, that we would continue to submit ourselves in humility under your lordship and then it says in when you're ready to do it you'll bring us out so god i thank you that we won't won't be anxious for nothing but lord in everything through prayer and petition we'll make our request known to you and then we'll back up and leave it alone we'll back off of that thing and let you do what you do best and that is love us take care of us you've always done a wonderful job of that god we thank you thank you god thank you for reminding us of who you are thank you god that in a world full of um selfies and self-love and self-care god you lord god you you teach us how to be holy and how to walk upright before you because ultimately it's jesus first others second yourself last and that's what brings joy so i thank you god thank you lord god for making uh things right all the upside down things that this world has perpetuated lord i thank you that you are flipping it back right side up in the name of jesus and lord god that we can walk up right before you in jesus name and lead others lord god make disciples in jesus mighty name amen and amen all right y'all i will see you guys next week i feel like i'm back on track i feel good so (laughs) pray my strength and alert (laughs) Uh, but i'll be back with you guys i think my next broadcast might be in florida we'll see (laughs) um but y'all take care and i'll talk to you next time bye